What's up, everybody? Welcome to Funeral Nation episode 146. I'm Ryan Thogmartin, and this is the Funeral Nation web show without the commander, Jeff Harbison. I'm going a bit rogue today. Jeff is in the midst of Cemetery Possible Conference uh, at the Foresight Company's office in beautiful, sunny Phoenix. So Jeff is going to join us in a little bit for the interview portion of, of this episode. So first off, Shout out to CNJ Financial. They uh, help you get your money. Shout out to Jamie and Chuck and Rob and Jackie. We know Jackie's the real star of the show. So thank you, CNJ, for being our title sponsor. Let's roll that promo. What payment method do you prefer families use for your goods and services? Most funeral homes and cemeteries prefer cash check or credit card over life insurance as the preferred method of payment. However, families who use life insurance are able to purchase the funeral service of their choice and spend 31% more on your goods and services. By encouraging more families to pay with insurance, you can create a better experience for the family and become more profitable without increasing your call volume. The reason most firms prefer cash check or credit card over life insurance is that insurance companies are a hassle to deal with and payment can often take weeks or months to receive. With CJ Financial, you can receive funding within 24 hours of verification of benefit, thereby eliminating the hassle, headache, and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims. Let us show you why hundreds of funeral homes all across America choose CJ for their assignment funding needs, and why many associations, accounting firms, and industry leaders recommend CJ to their clients and members. All right, so two news items that I want to address really quick um, and then we'll get to our interview segment. Number one, radioactive bodies. So we did an article on Connecting Directors this week about a body that was cremated that had had uh, cancer treatment and it tested to be radioactive uh, in the retort. So this is an issue um, that it can't just be happening now. It's probably been ongoing and someone finally tested it and, and have seen that the, the bodies can be radioactive. So I imagine as technologies advance and as different treatments advance in the medical field, we're going to see more and more of conversations like this pop up. Um, interesting, in one of the comments uh, a gentleman made, he said, look, alkaline hydrolysis was developed for this type of purposes where you don't have these radioactive waves in the air because of the cremation. So you know, the way alkaline hydrolysis works, it, it takes those out of the air. Interesting. I don't know uh, the factual side of that, but interesting to, to hear some different points of view and now look at other disposition methods of, um, you know, what's going to be the safest for the profession. So whether this is a huge issue or not, again, we're not really sure. We'll, we'll keep you keep you up to date on, on anything that progresses with this. And the other news item is Facebook rolling out tribute pages. So you've had the ability on Facebook um, to designate somebody as your legacy contact. So if you passed away, that person could present a death certificate to Facebook, take over control of your Facebook page, and then turn it into a memorialization page. The difference between a memorialization page and the tribute page is you haven't really had control over what people post and how they post on that memorialization page. When they tag somebody that is deceased in a post, it's automatically going there. Now with tribute pages, it actually will turn the page more into a living, breathing, normal memorial tribute page like we're used to seeing through funeral home websites and, and one of the other thousand services that are out there that offer free online tributes. 
So one of the conversations is I've consulted with companies that are developing these online memorials or they're going to live forever um, places to, to leave condolences and, and grieve and have conversations and, and share around the, the life of a loved one or friend is, man, if Facebook gets into the online memorial game, that is going to, to dramatically change things because Facebook has access to almost every single obituary that's that's going out right now without doing any legwork because funeral homes and consumers are voluntarily putting that information and posting that obituary on Facebook. So their ability to start controlling what happens around the obituary and then the end of life online memorial where everybody's already gathering anyways. If you think about an online memorial, what makes it valuable is when you share it with your social graph and more people can go to that online memorial and, and engage there. So being able to do that right inside of Facebook, that's going to be pretty powerful. So, you know, we are involved Disrupt Media as an agency partner with Facebook and we're doing some different case studies with Facebook um, and getting them access to different funeral homes and how funeral homes are doing things online from an ad perspective and a lead generation perspective. So I imagine this is something that Facebook's going to be pushing a little bit more into. Right now, there doesn't seem to be any um, indication that they are making a full head steam push into end of life and online memorials other than what we see now with, with tribute pages launching. So could be interesting. And again, we'll keep you abreast of, of what's happening there. So talking about social media, social media helps make the phone ring and so does this other company. This this company that sponsors social that sponsors Funeral Nation helps you get those at-need calls and they promise 10 new calls a month through their at-need marketing with Google AdWords and SEO. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Ring Ring Marketing and roll that promo. We're Ring Ring Marketing. We help funeral homes generate at least 10 more at-need calls per month. Our techniques help you dominate local search rankings and become the top choice for services in your area. We also proudly offer a 100% money back guarantee for a free copy of our book, visit www.funeralhomeprofits.com. Awesome. All right. So we have a great guest today. Uh, you know, one of the commitments that the commander and I have made with Funeral Nation is that we will continue to keep you, the viewer, informed of new technologies and new things that are happening in the profession. And so we've got another one of those new technology platforms. Uh, we're going to interview the CEO and owner of that platform. So uh, without any further ado, let's get to the interview segment. Welcome, Daryl Hill, to the Funeral Nation Show. How are you doing, champ? Uh, doing well, doing well. Thanks to you. Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm here in sunny Phoenix, and it actually is sunny again, thank goodness. So uh, I'm happy. Uh, we have a house load here that we're doing seminars this week with a foresight company, so I've got to take a little break out. But Daryl, uh, you and I met probably a couple years ago when you started off this venture, and I've been intrigued ever since. I think it's really smart. So how about you introduce yourself to the Funeral Nation and share a little bit about what you're doing with Eternity Gardens. No, I'd be happy to. And you're right. I think I met you first in uh, actually down down where you are, down down in Arizona for uh, one of these great industry events. But uh, Daryl Hill, uh, founder and CEO of EternityGardens.com. Uh, and what we do is we create an internet platform that allows consumers with cremated remains to search for and connect with either cemeteries or scattering services where, where they can lay those cremated remains to rest. Very cool. So how are you making the connection between the consumer and where these can go to rest? 
Yeah, so we've got, a, you know, right now we're up to about 25 different uh, uh, clients on the platform that spread out across the entire United States. We have some service providers that actually sort of serve all 50 states. And once those listing partners are up on our platform, uh, we use Google, we use Facebook ads, uh, we use some of the death positive movement events. Uh, we've also had a national buy on, uh, on NPR where we're letting people know, start to think about uh, placing cremated remains to rest. And once they go to our platform, you can search by 40 different criteria. More than likely, people sort of choose a state where they're located or they'll choose a state where their families are from. Click on that state. You know, any number of different options come up. They can sort of view the cemetery option and then connect directly with the cemetery or family service provider, make arrangements for a tour, sort of come in and see, and see the facilities. I think that's really interesting because uh, lack of a better word, it's, it's really putting uh, information into the hands of the consumer of where and, oppor and opportunities of what to do with cremated remains. And this isn't necessarily from an at-need side. I think it's interesting that you're doing this from a post-cremation side because there's a lot of uh, Edna's in the closet in the yeah. United States. Is that what somewhat brought this idea to you? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's interesting. You know, the, the story I always tell is, you know, we had a woman sort of come across our platform. Uh, she had the remains of her father. She lived in New Jersey, actually. She was in the process of relocating to Kentucky. Uh, she heard our advertisement on NPR, went to our platform, and sort of reached out to our New Jersey cemetery and said, listen, I've had my father's remains for about 14 years or so. I'm in the process of moving south, uh, and I would love to be able to sort of lay these remains to rest in New Jersey uh, where, where where, where, yeah, where he was born and raised and where, where he raised a family. Um, and, and so we've, yeah, we've really sort of seen that more and more that there are these trigger events uh, that sort of bring people to realize that, listen, you know, I've got an Edna either in a closet or in a garage or somewhere in my personal possession. And because we're out in the marketplace getting people sort of think about laying those remains to rest, now we found an easy way for them to sort of, you know, go into an internet platform at their convenience, search for, you know, search across any number of different criteria, find a cemetery or a scattering service provider um, that, that fits well with the life that their loved one has lived and reach out to them on, on, on their own terms. And, you know, I think we've been, uh, you know, we've been pretty successful in terms of, you know, the conversations that we've been able to have and the conversations we've been able to facilitate between families with cremated remains and, uh, and service providers. That's very cool. I think, I'm sorry, Ryan, go ahead. Well, I, just uh, a, a question for you, Daryl. We see, mostly on, on the marketing side with funeral homes, a consumer that is 45 to 65 plus. Is that kind of mapping to the same consumer or is this skewing younger because you've got a lot of sons and daughters that are that are younger that just inherited these remains or have no idea what to do with them or are tired of looking at an urn? Yeah, so, so, so it's kind of both. Um, I think the, the oldest client that we serve, the family that we serve, because the, the consumers are not, are not um, uh, clients, uh, was a woman who had the remains of eight pets. And so our, our platform also sort of helps people with pets. So she had the remains of eight pets. She was the youngest member of her family. Uh, she had no other uh, family members that would be available to sort of help her when, 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 when the time came. She reached out on our platform and said, listen, I have all these remains, and I also want to make arrangements for for you know, me at, when my time comes, she was probably, she shared with me, she was probably in, in her 80s or so. Uh, so you have people like that that are able to sort of use the platform to lay to rest the cremates that they already have, as well as make some pre-need arrangements for themselves. At the same time, you know, we've had probably 
uh, Generation X, so folks around my age, around the 50s or so, that have parents that are you know sort of about to pass away. We had someone in, uh, in the state of Maryland reach out to our cemetery partner that was in Washington, D.C. The death was imminent. Uh, the, the, the son-in-law was doing some research on behalf of his mother-in-law uh, and wanted to reach out to one of our uh, uh, cemeteries in the Washington, D.C. area. And then at the same time, you've got sort of younger folks that have parents that are across the country. Uh, we had a woman who was in the state of Washington, again, reaching out to a cemetery in Washington, D.C., uh, where she was trying to, again, sort of make some arrangements for the fact that her mother was doing some pre-planning already. Her mother didn't quite know what she was going to do with the remains, but, you know, the daughter kind of helps in, goes into the Internet, uh, finds our platform, and is able to connect with the cemetery. Uh, um, so, you know, you, you're right when we look at sort of the bulk of where the funeral industry actually or the funeral profession sort of works with their clients. Um, but because you know, we're at a number of different locations and because of our marketing outreach, you know, we're seeing people that are, you know, in the, in the greatest generation. We're also sort of seeing millennials uh, that just kind of go online as a matter of course when they do research you know, when they have to do research for something like this. Now, I think it's a brilliant idea. And interesting uh, you're a funeral now, funeral entrepreneur, which I know that's not what you grew up when you were a little kid digging holes in the backyard and, you know, laying squirrels away with what, what you dreamed of. But on the other hand, um, I, I think it's great because Ryan and I have talked about that. The, the emerging business and technologies that are coming to our profession are coming from the outside. And so, um, I think you're an insider because I've seen you more than three years in a row, I believe, two or three years in a row. So that yeah. means you're an insider now. You know, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Who knows that in our business? But if you could be there for three years, you're in. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm very fond of saying uh, that. I, I, so I grew up as a marketer, grew up as a marketer in uh, finance and healthcare. Um, so I, I, I have a company that, that's in the death care profession, and, and I've never spent any time there. Um, and my company is it's, it's, a, it's, it's a complete technology platform, and I'm not a tech guy. Um, so it's just amazing that you know I you know from the benefit of going to events and doing a lot of due diligence and really you know trying to understand what some of the pain points are for the profession as well as for you know families that have cremated remains you know you know it, it feels like i've been able to be of service to service our cemetery clients that really sort of aren't in a position to sort of market to families that have cremated remains in their possession, um, but also, you know, be, be an opportunity for families to sort of very easily go online, you know, at their own leisure, they can sort of read the description, they can sort of see videos, we host videos on our site, and then make a connection with some of those cemeteries um, in a way that is easy for them and in a way that sort of delivers the information uh, in, a, in a compact manner in a way that they can really, really understand. So you know, it's, it's, it's worked out really, really well so far. Well, I've had the opportunity to spend some time with you, and uh, I, I'm grateful you came on the, the funeral relationship because I think people need to see and hear more about what we have available to us. You're one of these guys that uh, I think you work really hard, and uh, we want to do what we can here. But, you know, same thing. Uh, why not go to eternitygardens.com? We want to post that down here below. And just take a look at what you do because, you know, on the funeral side of the uh, the profession, you know, most of the time we just talk about providing an urn that the cremated remains go into, but we don't spend enough time really talking about final disposition. You know, when I was uh, meeting with families way back in the day, I would say keep some, bury some, and scatter some. You know, because that's the great thing about cremation. It's not a singular um, way to do this. And even inside those three different areas, there's so many different options. Yeah. 
So are we going to see you? Are you going to be in Charlotte? Yes, 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 I will be in Charlotte. So you will see me in Charlotte. Uh, wow, that's coming up in a few weeks now. Yeah. That's good. Well, make sure that you run across us so we can get you to say, hey, kind of a follow-up there. And uh, we all look forward to getting together in Charlotte at ICCFA. So thank you for coming on the show. Uh, we wish you the best, and we'll do what we can to help promote this because, frankly, I think it's a smart, innovative idea that's much needed in our business. Great. Thanks so much, guys. I, you know, I'm a big fan of FM and uh, appreciate all you guys do to sort of let the profession know that you know, there's a lot of technology out there to help them serve families. And I'm, I'm just uh, uh, one guy of uh, many, many others. So thanks so much. All right, buddy. We'll welcome. see you in a few weeks. All right, guys. Take care now. All right. Bye-bye. All right, so that wraps up episode 146. I wish the commander could have joined us for this entire episode, but you know what? We're committed to not missing a week of recording, and uh, I was traveling the first part of the week. The commanders had Cemetery Impossible. They've got boot camp coming up, so he is uh, neck deep in entertaining funeral directors and educating funeral directors on how to better serve families and the, the future of tomorrow uh, with their funeral business. So Props to him. He's doing great things through the Foresight Company. So you got me this week. I apologize. At least you got to see the commander for a little bit during the interview segment. Uh, but hopefully next week we will both be back, ready to roll. And then in a few weeks we are going to be coming to you live multiple times from the ICCFA convention in Charlotte, North Carolina. So uh, until next time, have a great effing week. <laughs>